Hi, I'm Dr. Holly Tett, and with over a decade working in clinical psychology and dog behaviour, I've built my business into a small but mighty empire, allowing me to help thousands of dogs and their people each year. And the best bit? I'm no longer burning myself out in the process. And now I'd love to help you to do the same. This is the first dog trainer podcast to delve into the real talk when it comes to working as a dog professional, the highs, the lows, and how to provide emotional support for the dog, the human caregiver, and also for you, the trainer. So if you're a force-free dog pro who cares deeply for the dogs and people that you help, you are in the right place. Welcome to training dogs, training people, and keeping our together. Hi there, just before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to give you a little trigger warning. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience of living with depression and suicidal thoughts and ideation. So if that's something that is disturbing or triggering for you in some way, shape or form, maybe give this episode a miss or listen to it at a better time for you. Um, Otherwise, take care of yourself and I will speak to you soon. Hi there and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about depression and running a business or experiencing depression and running a business and my intention in this episode is not to depress you (laughs) Um, but actually to talk about my own personal experience of depression and running a business or depression and life in the hope that it reaches out to someone else who might be experiencing something similar and hopefully provides, if not hope, the message that you're not alone in this. And I think it's particularly important for people who work as entrepreneurs or work mainly on their own because depression is lonely enough as it is. (laughs) It's a really, really lonely thing to experience. And when you work as an entrepreneur, you don't have someone sat opposite you to check in and say, you're right there, how's it going, is everything okay? You have a huge responsibility of running a business and being everything you need to be for your dog and human clients and wearing all the hats in the business, accountancy, marketing, customer support, visionary, whatever it is, all of them, all at once. That's enough on its own. But when you're experiencing depression as well, yeah, it's too much in some cases. So I'm going to get quite personal in this episode. Um, If it does help you and it is relatable, do feel very, very welcome to reach out to me. You can always send me a DM on Instagram, pause up dogs for dog pros or an email info at pauseupdogs.com. But yeah, don't don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer alone. So I'm not going to give you a ton of tips in this episode. I'm not going to give you a ton of strategies for overcoming depression or for dealing with depression as a business owner. Um, I do actually have an episode of my other podcast, which is aimed at pet parents. So episode 10 of the Letters from Your Dog podcast does go into some strategies and some tips for how to be an effective dog parent when you're dealing with depression. And a lot of those carry over. So if you'd like more tips and strategies, do go and check that episode out episode 10 of letters from your dog but today I'm just going to talk a little bit about my experience so for me personally I have experienced depression on and off in various levels of severity since I was a teenager and I'm in my 30s now so a long time and 
For me, there were lots of reasons why it started. I had some quite significant childhood trauma, which I won't go into too much detail about here, but it was enough to trigger that off at a relatively young age. Um, I had quite a difficult childhood for lots of reasons, um, lots of bereavement, lots of loss. And I was also really badly bullied in secondary school. And that was tough going, actually, I actually think that was the hardest thing, to be honest. For anyone listening who's been bullied, you will know what that feels like. And you may have been bullied as a child like I was or as an adult in the workplace or anywhere else where you congregate with other people. It's incredibly lonely. It's a lonely place to be and it starts to make you doubt yourself. So you start to think, gosh, like what's wrong with me? Why is this happening to me? Or the kind of bullying that's more psychological because mine wasn't physical necessarily but more kind of psychological that starts to make you paranoid starts to make you doubt who you can trust and I remember some real kind of flashbulb memories in my mind of situations where I'd see girls going to a girls school girls whispering and thinking gosh they're talking about me they're talking about me and that's the kind of thing that really wears you down over time so bullying was definitely a feature for me And I think I dealt with all of these really difficult experiences as a young person. My way of dealing with it was trying to gain control and just trying to be perfect. (laughs) The perfect student at school, the perfect student at dance class, the perfect daughter, the perfect friend. I was very sensitive and I still am to some degree. I've got a better control of it now, but very sensitive to any perceived criticism. Anytime someone told me I wasn't doing a good job at something that was really upsetting and really, really hard. And it was just because that was my way of having control over the situation, trying to feel like I had some agency in my own life when it felt like everyone else was trying to take that away from me. My dog's just headbutting the microphone as we speak. <laughs> so yeah, it started at a young age as, as a kind of young teen, probably 12 or 13, something like that. And that kind of perfectionism was really my main coping mechanism right up into kind of early adulthood, to be honest. So if I could achieve, if I could be successful in some way, shape or form, then I wouldn't feel so horribly sad. That was kind of not a a conscious thought, but definitely a subconscious thought that was going on inside my brain. And so I went on to do lots of things that I think other people would consider as successful maybe so I went and did four degrees I did a doctorate I was a professional ballet dancer I trained and qualified as a psychologist I started my own business and I was able to be proud of myself for all of those things but always at the back of my mind always kind of lying in wait was this terrible sadness this terrible depression and Sometimes it was clear and obvious and made sense. You know, there was an event which made me sad and that was very normal response to feel like I was feeling. And other times it felt like I have no idea why I'm feeling like this. For an outsider looking in, everything looks fine. I feel like everything should be fine, but I'm not fine. There's something going wrong here. There's something missing. And I do think there are a lot of factors. So even in the successful stuff, I say successful in quote marks, you could you can't see me, but I'm air quoting right now. I was scared of it all suddenly going away. So I built my business. And what if what if, what if I make a mistake and it all goes away? What if I get cancelled? What if it all disappears? Or 
imposter syndrome what if I get found out actually who is this woman what is she chatting about what does she know like or when I was a dancer yeah but she hasn't really got that great technique has she look at her compared to someone else for example but in all honesty I think the thing that was scarier than all of that was me I was scared of myself because I never knew when these dark periods were going to come I never knew when they were going to pop up and ruin my day or ruin the month or ruin the six months, however long it might be. Um, And it was that long in some cases. And to be brutally honest, there were many times in my life where I didn't want to live anymore. I didn't want to exist. And for anyone who's ever experienced suicidal feelings, you'll know that it's an unbearable sadness and it's something that I hope most of my loved ones or even people I vaguely know never experience. I know in reality as a psychologist that it's something that lots of people experience, but it's crushing. And to feel that fear that you might do something permanent to end your life and feeling like you don't have complete control over that is really hard. So just as a shout out to anyone who might be feeling like that I do urge you to try and get some support whatever that look like looks like for you because that's a very very lonely place to be and those kinds of feelings ebbed and flowed and have ebbed and flowed through most of my life I would like to say it's depression is something that has completely gone but it's not (laughs) um and as a business owner which I guess is what this episode is really about it can make things really tricky because I have values in my business um, and I've spoken about this on previous episodes. The values that are important to me are to be authentic, to be honest and truthful with my clients and my audience, which is partly why I'm recording this episode. I also want to be my word. If I say I'm going to do something and I'm going to deliver something for someone, I want to do that thing and I want to deliver that thing. I think that's important. I think trust and honesty are two of the most important values in life, (laughs) but certainly in business. Um, I want my clients to feel supported by me. And so I'm I'm not going to give tips, I said, but I'm going to say a couple. (laughs) So I've thought long and hard about ways to protect not only myself in these periods where I feel low but my business because my business is so important to me it's years of work in the building it's my absolute passion I love supporting pet parents and pet professionals more than anything in the world so I have to put in a bit of prep work I have to have systems in place and I have to have a team and I have to have structures to stop myself from overworking because I've got a million ideas a million ideas of things I want to do all the time and if you let me run wild I would just be doing something different every single day and never completing anything so I have to have someone to rein me in and say whoa there horsey just let's just finish this first and then we'll move on to the next thing I've also and this is something I've really adopted in the last probably year even more than ever is to be honest when I can't fulfill on something right now because I am not in a good place. So I'll give you an example. Um, I was speaking as a speaker at a friends and colleagues conference a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was a pre-recorded conference. I needed to do the Zoom interview with her and we had it scheduled. And I'd been having a rough couple of weeks and two days before I messaged her and I could have said I had COVID. I could have said I had anything, any lie, 
that came up for why I couldn't do the meeting. But in the end, I just messaged her and I said, I'm really sorry. Um, I've been struggling with depression, a bit of a depression resurgence the last couple of days and the last couple of weeks. And I'm just not in a place to do this justice right now. I'd absolutely love to have this conversation with you. But is there any way we can do it in a couple of weeks? And the response from her was wonderful, as I knew it would be. She was like, thank you so much for being honest. If there's anything I can do, please let me know. And of course, we can have the conversation in a couple of weeks. Now, why was I honest? Firstly, because I don't really want to lie. She's a friend. Secondly, because if I want to be authentic and I want people to understand that I'm authentic in my business and if I'm talking to my clients about things like depression and low mood I need to be able to model that for them I need to be able to say to them you know what you don't feel good it's okay to say you don't feel good it's okay to say you know what I need some time I need a break I need something right now that isn't that thing that I've said I'm gonna do (laughs) and that is okay and so if I'm gonna preach that I need to model that I need to be able to do that myself and it's not easy oh my goodness it's not easy it would be so much more easy just to make up a lie about some kind of physical health thing but all that does is just promote the stigma further and that's not what I'm about (laughs) so um So honesty, authenticity and acceptance comes along with that as well because it's all very well my friend being very accepting and very understanding but much harder for me to be accepting of myself in those moments and being able to say I need a break because I want to be like I can do everything all the time (laughs) but just as if I had broken my arm and needed some time to recover sometimes my brain's broken and needs some time to recover as well so that's really important to think about too um and I suppose when you are thinking about support Sure, some of you may have professional support in the form of a therapist or a doctor. Some of you may have support in form of being able to talk to friends and family. Some of you may take support in terms of hobbies and leisure and holidays. And I think all of that stuff is fantastic. I also would really recommend getting friends or building relationships with other entrepreneurs. So your colleagues in the field that get it (laughs) because actually entrepreneurship is a weird thing and the reason that most people don't do it is because it is hard and strange and not like anything else and you have to be a certain type of person a really cool type of person in my opinion to be an entrepreneur and to be able and to run your own business so a lot of the pressures that you'll be feeling that may be contributing if you are experiencing depressed feelings and maybe not but maybe um are probably to do with the fact that you run your own business. Running your own business is amazing. It's my favorite thing in the world, but it comes with its own difficulties and challenges. So having that support from other people in the field is, in my opinion, invaluable. It's up to you how much you share of your own personal life and experience with them. But just being able to (laughs) moan to someone about a landing page or about like some software, you can't say that to your best friend. They're like, okay, cool story, bro. I don't care. So yeah, that's really, really important as well. And if you are someone that's struggling in this way, um, if you are someone who 
loves your business, is passionate about your business, but finds yourself procrastinating on tasks. You know you've got really good ideas and people love your stuff, but you just can't get it out there. You can't push yourself forward because you have these down days and you have these rough days. Please do reach out. We have lots of services. I do lots and lots of things to support business owners, lots of different varying packages um, from really low price up to more kind of bespoke bespoke offerings and as I do work duly as a coach and a human psychologist I can support you with these things too so don't hesitate to reach out if you need some support you can just drop us an email to info at pauseupdogs.com just before we go I wanted to mention a couple of events that are happening the week commencing Monday the 17th of April so the first one is um, my challenge this is the second time we're running this so this is a five-day event and it's called how to prevent burnout and take care of your mental health as a force-free dog professional so this is really really easy bite-sized five-day event we do I do a live teaching every evening in the group and there's a question to answer every day and I've got loads of really practical easy to implement strategies to help you to look after your mental health as a dog business owner so I'll put the link to join that challenge in the show notes it's free and the other free event I want to mention is my um, friend and colleague Miranda Wimbush she is running a summit called the canine connection and that is starting on the 17th of April as well running for two weeks Um, I'm one of the speakers there's 29 I believe other speakers um, and it's all about self-care looking after yourself and the connection between dogs and people so I'm sure that will be relevant to lots of you as well and I'll put the link to join that in the show notes too all right everybody I hope that was helpful um a little bit of an insight into my brain (laughs) and I will see you in the next episode take care bye bye now